0: To Butter With That, a movie podcast uh, where a couple of friends from Philly talk movies and shit. Um, that's what we've been saying this whole time, right? Yeah, basically. yeah sure. Um, great. Well, this is episode two in our um, animated theme, which is er, very exciting. Um, anything going on with you guys? Anything you want to mention?
1: Oh, man. The the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the Teenage Witch,
0: Daredevil Season
1: 3, Netflix has got some real good shit. Bojack, so good. Have you finished it? Oh, God, yes. Okay,
0: I haven't finished it yet. Oh, my God. I haven't finished, like, five things on Netflix right now.
2: (laughs) I know The Bodyguard just got released. That's Mm. the BBC show with Richard Madden. I'm, like...
0: Oh, I just, I did just see that the other day. Yeah. Oh, he looks so good in it. Yeah.
3: And Castlevania, if anybody's been keeping up on that. Just give me some Castlevania. Just dropped.
1: Wait, Wait, there's a,
4: like
3: a, there's a Castlevania show. Animated show. It's on the game. It's it's pretty wild. The first season is awesome. So the second season just dropped. I'm looking forward to checking
1: it out. I'm four episodes in, and it is just as good as season one. Awesome.
0: Oh, shit.
2: Also, Making a Murderer 2.
0: Oh, Levi keeps talking about that at
1: work. Making more uh, murders. Yeah.
0: I just, I feel like I watched the first episode and I need, knew everything I needed to know. And I'm like, ah, yes, everything about this sucks. And then I <laughs> didn't feel the need to watch any of the other episodes. Solved. Yeah. Yeah. It solves that this is all fucked is basically what I got from that show.
1: It's pretty incredible how Netflix like last year was like Adam Sandler and Bright. And now there's, Mm -hmm. like, all this awesome shit coming out this year.
0: I mean, everyone's real stoked about Hill House, which I don't know if any of you guys have started
1: yet. I I want to. I've seen five episodes of that.
0: I've seen a couple. I'm a couple episodes in. I think it's pretty creepy. I keep reading stuff after the fact, like, how well they've hidden, (sighs) like, creepy stuff in the background, which is really awesome. So I started it. I'm really excited to eventually finish it. But it definitely, like, fucked with me a little bit. So I feel like I need to take a little bit of a
1: break. Um, My My one friend said he cried. Like really? The ends like the last episode. I think i like It's pretty emotional. Seven uh, or eight it's or pretty
3: ham-fisted in its emotionality, but it yeah. is it's there.
0: Yeah. Um, also a movie that I just watched recently because um, I think my mom accidentally got me a shutter subscription, and I'm not getting rid of it because I'm really excited. Um, it's just like Netflix, but for horror movies. Um and I watched this movie that was recommended to me called Witch in the Window. Uh, that is on Shudder. And it's a really like creepy horror movie. Um, like this father and son are like fixing up a house, and there's this like witch. Um, but as you're watching it, you realize how much stuff is hidden in the background. Kind of, it seems like what everyone's talking about with Hill House. Um, like a
4: distant witch in the window. Yeah, there's like some
0: stuff. Like you start if you start paying into the paying just into the background. This kid
4: raking leaves in the front yard, and like like two houses down. I'm not gonna lie, it's not it's not far off, but it's kind of creepy.
0: no no it's like not far off but like like there'll be serious stuff going on and then all of a sudden if you just happen to look in the background you're like oh fuck like how long has that thing been there cool um which i was super into so i kind of want to rewatch it just to see like when i started noticing it versus like when it actually started happening that's cool um so definitely recommend that if you can find it on anything i don't know if it'll be on anything else um Right now, except for Shutter, but you should look into it. It was pretty dope. Yeah, cool. Anything else, dudes?
1: Excited to be here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Way to be a team
0: player, Connor. Wow, you don't get any brownie points in this fucking show. In this bedroom. What? <laughs> Why? Wow. Oh I've
3: eaten a lot of brownies alone in this bedroom. Leave
5: <laughs> Fuck
0: off, Connor.
5: (laughs) Yeah,
2: I mean, like, spoiler, we're recording this in Dave's bedroom. Thanks, Dave.
1: Sure. Shout out to Dave.
0: I did on the Instagram post, I wrote studio in like quotations. (laughs) I saw that. That's
3: adorable. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. (laughs) I was like, what are we calling this? Sure. I like it. I think it's a studio. Yeah, it's great.
2: Podcast loft, some would say. (laughs) Podcast loft.
0: That's exactly it. Sometimes there are cats, you know. Lots of empty beer cans. You know, it's great. Uh, cool, so let's start the next segment, uh, which is our unfocused group. Fittingly so just...
4: named the unfocused group.
0: <laughs> I know. I can't tell if it's like a good thing or a bad thing all of us decided to do this together because we all have like that same fault. Of, like, I'm gonna go off on this fucking yeah, thing Yeah, a bit of call
2: A, column B. I think
1: that's what the people want. All right. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: anyway uh we're gonna do unfocused groups so i'm gonna pick some questions which um they're just written on postcards and one of them is really ripped up which i think is funny because it's the only one i'm looking at um because it looks so different than the others uh but i'm not gonna do it so uh (laughs) what film would you smash with a hammer who wrote this
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he who shall not be named mm.
0: what the fuck does that even mean man
1: what film do you want to smash with a hammer
0: oh. oh god
3: okay
2: <laughs> I have
1: <laughs> three
2: answers
3: <laughs> you only get one hammer
2: uh, god damn it Sam that's alright uh, I'll do a it bo- all at the same time way. you get three <laughs>
4: strokes of a hammer
2: though. no I'll just pile them up <laughs> all at the same yes. time whack Wow, okay. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Two of these are kind of like controversial because, like, people love these films. Um, Boyhood fucking sucked. That was like nearly three hours of my life. I will never. As a child of
0: divorce, I'm just going to be like, dude. (laughs) There was a lot of shit you couldn't relate to with that movie, you know. But also, it also, was if like also if it makes
3: you feel any better, there's like 16 years of an actor's life that they can't get back. So three, maybe they three deserve hours it, so bad. rightly
2: so. <laughs> Dude, How no, not dare some, you?
0: There's some shit that hits so close to home for me with that movie. Like you can have
2: it, you can have all right, this film. All right. I want it removed from my memory because it was fucking terrible. You're not wow. smashing
1: your head with um, a <laughs> hammer. Jesus Christ I might
2: I might to get rid of this movie. Um so I just started this episode guys. Um on top of boyhood is place beyond the pines.
4: Another movie, three hours. I will never fucking get back. I would smash the lo- uh, the second half of the movie. If the movie had ended halfway through, it would have been not, a good movie. It's a whole movie, or not? You smash. smash the Isn't movies? that the way DVDs work? You smash half the DVD, but you still <laughs> and get the that rest first of it. Test. Works. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah.
0: Technology
1: um, lasers.
4: And then on top of
2: that film, uh, on top of both of those films, is another one called The Apparition. It stars Sebastian Stan and Ashley Green. And, like, truly, I don't know what happened with this movie. It was... Advertise this once you believe you die. That never fucking came up in the film. I, I, it, I nothing happened. It was so bad. the The only time I could see that reflected, so the dog dies because, of course, if you're like cheap and you have to throw in like thrills and and like sadness, of course you're gonna kill the dog in this way. So <laughs> the dog like sadness. thrills
1: and sadness.
2: So the dog like <laughs> sees this like mold growing or whatever it is, and then it ends up just fucking dying. No n- like no rationale for why the dog dies other than maybe it believed. Who knows? I don't know the dog's
0: like inner the thoughts.
3: believe you. Hard. And
0: everyone we just entered into our other segment, Sam rants about things. <laughs>
3: Hunter, and the hunted. Hunter and the hunted.
2: But this movie has stayed with me for so long because it's shitty. The only reason why I saw it was because of Sebastian Stan. Do I own this movie? Yes, I do. However, like it's just it's so bad it's so bad it has like a 3% on Rotten Tomatoes so all three of those piled on top whack
5: mm. Mm.
2: wow
0: I hear that who wants to follow that up
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll destroy I'll smash X-Men Apocalypse okay. oh. that but movie I, is Isaac hot fucking no oh smash's blue Oscar dumb Isaac. face smash's blue dumb face purple um, we okay. drove draw-
0: <laughs> him and Dan Stevens man they're my they're my dudes yeah. Uh,
1: Alyssa and I drove 45 minutes to see that movie Because Days of Future Past Was so good We drove 45 minutes To and see it It was first class It was absolutely There were
0: other movie theaters Close
2: by
1: <laughs> Well we were in Northeastern Pennsylvania okay. Um
2: And you couldn't find A closer movie theater We were in
1: Tunkhannock <laughs> We are far,
2: away. and you couldn't find a closer movie. It was theater? not
1: playing at. the... We'll get into this. <laughs> all, I, no not, I know, I know, Tunkanic. I know you do. It Take wasn't playing step by at step the step main. Through th- through
0: Fifteen evening. hours in the snow to get to the <laughs> uphill. <movie.
1: laughs> it wasn't at the main theater in Tunkanic, and then we didn't feel like driving. The we'll spare. We'll get into it. Um, that movie was one of the worst, you know, it's like Adam Sandler's Jack and Jill and then <laughs> X-Men Apocalypse of like the worst films ever Not made. Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2. Paul Blart, Mall Cop 1 no. and 2 are infinitely <laughs> better. He's got wait. some moments.
0: The second one though? The second?
1: The se- yeah, uh, I was surprised too.
3: But yes. I
0: expected you to chime in and defend. That was never on the
3: list. He's, got hard. He's on oh. a vacation.
1: Ten minutes in. <laughs>
0: Holy shit, what just happened? All right, who's going next? All right, I'll follow you,
4: Connor. So uh in elementary school we had this thing called extended day when you'd wait for your parents to pick you up. It was like an hour after school where you'd you'd like sit and like either learn how to knit or like watch movies. I and mean, the only either two or. movies on rotation was was His movies were Summer of My Monkey and (laughs) and Baby's Day Out. Baby's Day Out! And those were the only two movies that we would watch (laughs) in fucking extended day. And (laughs) I I would say... (laughs) (laughs) You better not say shit about Baby's Day Out. Oh my god. (laughs) And I think it's more just having seen this movie just... The both of these movies too many times... I'll I'll take a hammer to the, them both. <laughs> can you give like do it Sam style and like smash them?
1: Can you give just like a Twitter description of what Summer of My Monkey is? <laughs> it's
4: like this kid. <laughs> Has anyone else seen Summer of My <laughs> Monkey? No, never even heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> That movie. It's like a kid who (laughs) spends the summer befriending this monkey. (laughs) monkey. (laughs) It's
2: exactly what it promises. (laughs) It it delivers.
4: (laughs) Alright, I need someone else to take over. (laughs) No, I can't I can't host this
0: episode anymore, I'm dying.
4: (laughs) <laughs> we can watch what, what, what? the trailer after this um, recording.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if we ever launch a YouTube channel, our trailer reacts.
0: No, we're watching. Morning. We're watching the trailer in between our segments oh. when we take our break. Yeah, that's what's happening. Stay
3: tuned. There's no way this isn't coming up again.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you? Did the kids get to choose the movie?
4: Okay, we actually also had goosebumps episodes that we could watch, but (laughs) (laughs) maybe like voters' choice. Everybody wanted.
5: (laughs) (laughs) So
2: you were like knitting, and you're like, ah, yes, again, summer of my monkey.
0: Guys, I don't know what to do now. I don't know how to reel this back in. I'm not trained to do this. Oh god. This was the first question. <laughs> Did everyone else go besides me? And Dave? Dave, say some
3: things. <laughs> god Um, (laughs) It's called summer of the monkey. Oh, that's not that's not even that's not nearly the same.
0: Thank you for clarifying. (laughs) Summer of my monkey. It
4: It was was yeah,
2: because my monkey already like it like you already knew about the monkey. You had ownership of the monkey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What if the monkey's on summer vacation?
2: (laughs) Summer vacation of monkey.
1: I remember
3: it's like the when jo- the monkey came back and we talked <laughs> about the summers we had apart from one another. Oh, the summer of my monkey.
1: As I went to Boy Scout camp, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't take him because he's a I was died.
3: <laughs> Oh, I yeah. don't know. Uh, my answer doesn't matter anymore. It's fine
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of it matters anymore. It's like I'm burning it all down. I think the episode's over. <laughs> I think. Like,
1: come... see you next. Week. I don't know.
0: Yeah. yeah. Again, I think I'm a professional, but I don't know how to come back from this shit. Let's just mm-hmm. move on to yeah. A new question. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Craft a drink inspired by Harry Potter. <laughs> Same handwriting as <laughs> the first question. He who shone who I name? wonder who oh. wrote this.
1: Hmm. Well, I'll
3: say I don't know anything about Harry Potter. I read the first book when it first came out, and uh, I thought it was fine. <laughs> and um, I, I'm about to be just torn limb from limb in this very room for for this, I'm sure. But I just I never had an interest. that just uh, I don't really care. So I'm gonna say uh, a, a, I don't know a Muggle ale. I know enough of Ooh, it to, to every gal. time, every time it comes up, I know enough my to yeah, I'm say I'm a muggle, and that gets me out of the conversation.
0: <laughs> and this is how Dave has survived in a, in a world full of in Harry a Potter. potter
3: world, yeah.
0: <laughs> um... I don't know why the first thing came to mind was polyjuice potion Ooh. and how it's just like a disgusting combination of things. So I feel mm. like as a base, it has to be like Bailey's or something and then just anything <laughs> yes. else thrown into it, you know, like just it has to be like pretty disgusting. Bottom drink. shelf scotch. Oh, yeah. Like whatever is going on there. Yeah.
4: I'm trying to think of. Oh, uh, So mine would be uh, La, La Leviosa. Or lo- something with a pun with lager. And what is the first word of that? Wingardium, Wingardium oh, it's leviosa. Wingardium way off. Never mind.
2: Wingardium lagarosa. Lagarosa. There we go. Thanks, Sam. Anytime.
1: Comment in clutch. <laughs>
2: so we got two beers. Um, Mine would be um dementor's dementia so it's just Whoa. straight up vodka but like the worst and the, like the most painful kind to make you like really regret drinking it and like it and it, and it's not even just like a shot of vodka it has to be like a like a a pint glass oh, of yeah. vodka Oh yeah
0: what was the we used to drink vodka <laughs> out of a plastic bottle when i was in high school cuz it was 10. dollars it was rubinoff i think was that a thing for you guys? No. Uh, it was the worst vodka. Yeah. So that. So, so that. And, and just
2: straight up vodka. That's it. Because it's like, it's meant to be like pain and and suffering. But then also, you forget the next day. You wake up and you're like, oh, fuck if I know.
1: <laughs> it sounds like a, any other night of drinking, I guess. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm going to go with the um, he who shall not be named uh, milkshake. Oh, it's a, it's a boozy milkshake that is um, like mint. It has a mint chocolate chip ice cream. Don't it's ruin inside that ice cream like that. Uh-huh. Uh, and it has big like chunks of chocolate in it. Um, and then, I don't know, the alcohol, probably like whiskey. Yeah. Just like a sure. lot of whiskey because you should forget your name after just one milkshake.
5: Mm.
0: Guys, how do you feel about peppermint stick ice cream? Fans? Yes. Yes. Thumbs up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Great. Any minty fine. kind of ice
4: cream? <laughs> Whoa.
0: I don't know how to take that fine. It's fine. I feel like for some reason, like I like other people told me that wasn't a thing in their lives. I fucking love peppermint stick ice cream. It's great. Great. I just needed to get that out there. Thank you. I know that has nothing to do with anything. I think we're gonna move from unfocused. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm definitely the most unfocused right now. Too too much for this game. So, uh, we're going to our movie, which since I am hosting, it's my movie. So, uh, we're doing, um, for November, um, animated movies that you keep coming back to. And the first one that popped into my head, which initially I was kind of thinking of a more modern Pixar, kind of like Connor, um, because I've seen WALL-E about a million times mm-hmm. since it's come out, because I think that movie's so cute, but... Um, but I ended up going with, like, a classic movie that I think has, like, always been one of my favorites, um, which was Fern Gully, um, which came out in 1992, and when I was looking up information, I didn't realize that it was a book adaptation, which... Did Ooh. anyone here, like, know of that book or read that book when they were younger? No. Gar- illustrated or, like... I don't know. I don't really know much about it. Which is interesting. Um, But yeah, that just kind of surprised me. Um, So yeah, uh, you know, normal format. Um, I'm the one who brought the movie. Um, Who watched the trailer? I did. Christine watched the trailer. Connor, you read the reviews. And Sam watched the movie. I did. So um, should I do synopsis first? Do we want that super quick? Yeah, a little brief synopsis. Okay, cool. Um, So Fern Gully is just... Basically, a movie about some fairies. What's the fir- the main girl's name? Christy, Krista. Krista, Krista. Which you know, super fairy name. We'll get into it. I'm sure. Um, so Krista is one of these fairies who lives in the rainforest, which is supposed to be this like beautiful paradise. And then
2: but the last rainforest.
0: The last rainforest. True. Um, and then humans come in, um, and they start messing stuff up. Um, and we'll probably get into this a little bit more, too, because I really like this idea. But, um, the humans are kind of separate from, like, the big bad, which is Hexus, uh, voiced by Tim Curry, um, which is, I guess, kind of all-encompassing, like, pollution, right? That's what it's supposed to be? Big smog man. Yeah, giant smog man. Yeah, just, like, all-encompassing, like, this idea of, like, pollution, so, um... Basically, um, Krista um, finds one of these like loggers who comes and is like chopping down trees, and in order to save him, ends up shrinking him and kind of teaching him about how important the rainforest is, um, while also battling um, Hexus, the the giant pollution monster. Um, yeah, that's that's a pretty decent <laughs> synopsis, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so, Christine, have you seen this movie before? I
4: saw it a long, long time ago and really didn't remember much of it. okay,
0: cool. Um, So from watching the trailer, what did you come up with? Yeah, so that's why I think it was kind of
4: helpful, having not watched it in a really, really long time, watching the trailer and being like, this is not all of what I remembered. Hmm. Um, The trailer, interestingly enough, makes it seem like it's Zach's movie, who's the, like, construction worker, rather than, like, Krista's story. Okay. Because it's like, Krista, live, it's like in a world deep in the rainforest. Krista is living this sort of, like, utopian life with all of her friend, her other fairy friends and animals that live in the forest, like Batty Coda and all of the great characters. Um, and then she saves this construction worker from a falling tree. And um, and then it's like, not so much, the trailer release depicts it as not so much Zach learning about this community and, and being one with the forest, but it's more like this square, like, Ken doll learning how to be, like, hip. It's like, <laughs> once Zach is with his, like, forest friends, watch as he's now rocking and rolling with a reptile, blasting off with the Beetle Boys, hanging ten on a falling leaf, and swinging around with a bat who's totally batty. And those are, like, the different montage scenes that depict him, like... Being cool or
1: something?
0: Mm. That's such a weird way to advertise that movie. It is
4: a, yeah. was a very odd Literally, trailer.
1: none of those moments came up in the reviews.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was like, the Beatle Boys like, didn't
0: come up. The Beatle Boys review. did like, not come I I up. I kind of forgot about everything. the Beatle Boys because, like, yeah, like they were kind of annoying, but they weren't like a main thing.
3: Well, the Beatle Boys come in, and as I was rewatching this film today, um, at a certain point, I'm like, that's Cheech Marin. <laughs> That voice is definitely the voice of Cheech Marin. So I looked into it, and it is one of—he plays a uh, stump. Okay. Cheech uh, Cheech, uh, one of the fairies, um, mm-hmm. but also Tommy Chong is also in it.
0: Great. As
3: Root, the other fairy, so they're part of the Beatle Boys. Um, and that's a weird. That's an interesting cameo. You got some uh, Cheech and Chong in this this animated kids movie.
0: It's a weird collection of voices going on. So you have Tim Curry. Who's in it? Which it you know, is Tim Curry's job. fucking fantastic in almost anything. Uh, Robin Williams oh. as baddie, uh, which is also very interesting. And then yeah, and
4: hearing like a ninety-two Robin Williams, like yeah. in the trailer, was mm-hmm. just so so wonderful. Well,
3: that's the thing. This this was his first animated, his first voice animated role in a film because Ooh. the same year Aladdin came out.
2: 1992? Interesting.
3: Yeah, it was ninety-two. Oh, okay. same wow. year. So I feel like some of the folks at Disney definitely saw some of, like, the test work for this movie or something, or the voice acting work from Robin Williams, unless he was already enlisted for it, and just realized that, like, both of these movies allow him a freeform format to just, like, do his riffing bits where he just interchanges impressions and personalities within a span of, like, a blink of an eye, which becomes really disorienting and, in my opinion, not good. Um... It, it, in this in this movie, the vehicle is he's a bat that's been experimented on by humans, so he's got this radio thing that he can...
0: That's his excuse for doing that. <laughs> it is. Like, he can
3: twang yeah. the radio thing, and suddenly he's, like, channeling, like... At one point, he references, like, dilithium crystals via Star Trek, or, like, at one, another point, he's, like... Yeah. He's doing a patent thing. It's just all over the place, and you well, can you just tell Robin Williams much. was... Oh, absolutely. Especially when we get... This is part of the movie also. The batty rap. Yes! Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't need Robin Williams' rap in this movie. <laughs> the people love the batty rap. What's um, more
0: 90s than Robin Williams' rapping oh in a kid's gosh. movie? Which, like,
3: you get more, more of a sense of it in Aladdin, by contrast, because he's a genie. He's, like, he's bopping in and out of, like, personality traits and sh- literally shape-shifting often. As opposed to this, I where he's, like, he's just a now. bat that just, like... Has a radio in his head, and it just gives Robin Williams an excuse to do like thirty different accents in one scene. Hmm. Uh, and, like, I like now I'm
0: also thinking about the birdcage I mean, in that one in scene also. when he does all the different like dances and stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I fucking love that movie. I
3: mean, now he's that a great I think guy, and a great it, actor, but yeah, but I I hate his. But bit of all, just that, yeah. all all that shit where it's just see
0: all the things
4: I can do very quickly. yeah. yeah. It's, like, the trailer definitely was, like, this is, this, it was presenting it as Zack's story and Batty's story. Okay. (laughs) Which is uh, interesting and maybe a little unfortunate because it really sounds like Krista is actually the center.
0: Which I also love, like, how I feel 90s those names are. It's, like, Zack and Krista, you know? (laughs) The main characters in the fucking forest.
3: There's also a scene where they, like, uh, they address, like, his vernacular. Like, he's teaching her the words tubular and bodacious. Yeah.
0: Which Clinton. you needed to know at that age. Which, right? He teaches her. Yeah, he teaches her language of the humans.
3: Yeah. Ew, and
2: then she uses it, and she's like, "Dad, this is Zach. He has a bodacious body." And I was just like, "Ew." Ew.
3: Dial it back, <laughs> <Gross>.
2: Christa.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. So so there's a lot of that to look forward to, and then of course the other the other voice is uh, Christian Slater, who plays Pips. But he's like barely in it. I you know. know, but like he's also, it's Christian
2: Slater in this movie, which is And you is can weird. immediately tell. There was something he said, mm-hmm. and I, it, I think our points are different though, because it, mi- it might have taken me a little bit longer. But he was like, and what was going on with Maggie? And I was like, Christian Slater? <laughs>
3: What's going on in the, What's going on in Ferngully? It's like, oh shit! This is Christian Slater.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love Christian Slater, but it's also weird that he's playing a like ginger buff fairy in a movie. Yeah, like, why was
2: it so buff when why? you hear
0: When you hear his like voice come out of that, you're like, this is odd. So I don't this know how like I feel about post this. post Heather's
3: pre yeah.
4: Robin Hood.
3: I think so. This yes, is also that makes sense. the um, Krista is voiced by uh, Samantha Mathis. Who is, mm-hmm. um, who is also the lead, uh, one of the leads, uh, alongside Kristen Slater, in Broken Arrow, the action movie about a train heist involving nuclear weapons.
4: Interesting.
0: Because <clears throat> you said they used to date.
3: I guess, and I guess, yeah, they also okay. dated at one so point, too. Yeah.
0: yeah. They were a, you know, big thing in 1990-something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, awesome, so we know a little bit about the trailer Now, Connor, you got some reviews for us?
1: I do have <laughs> some reviews um, at, On Metacritic, this movie six, uh, sits at a 67 So all the reviews were generally favorable I pulled one quote from Roger Ebert when he reviewed the movie He said, the story tells a useful lesson The jungle inhabitants are amusing And although the movie is not a masterpiece It's pleasant to watch for its humor and sweetness uh, And that kind of seems to be the general theme of uh, this like yeah it's not like the best movie that's ever made but the characters the vibrant animation the message it's trying to tell mm. um you know really you know come through and really make this movie enjoyable a lot of the user reviews were people who probably grew up you know were born in the late 80s born Mm -hmm. in the 90s uh revisiting this movie in the 21st century and be like wow this actually isn't as bad um one positive user review said one of my least favorite experiences is to find a movie that i loved in my single digits (laughs) rewatch it in wonder then wait half an hour at most and finally concede that it was a real stinker I may sentimentalize movies from my youth, but not but not the ones that really but not the ones that really don't deserve my affection. This one does. <laughs> it
5: was a huh. lot of like negative <laughs> setup and
1: you're yeah. like, Where's this, this review? I I like,
0: oh, oh, and and they liked it. But
1: <laughs> so she was saying this one doesn't fall into any of those traps of nostalgia fueled sentimentality of things that we grew up with. Okay. Yeah. Um so there were only, you know, the negative critical reviews were just like, nah, it's fine. Um, This one person from the New York Times says, uh, this animated feature would be a shade more admirable if it didn't also have a um, coquettish, turquoise-eyed heroine who is referred to as a bodacious babe, quote-unquote. Interesting. Mm. Um, So, but there were no, like, bad critical reviews at the time. But just you wait until the negative user reviews. Um, These probably only made up less than, you know. Five percent of what all of the reviews were on mm-hmm. imdb and rotten tomatoes but man so many people hated the liberal agenda oh, <laughs> how movie.
0: recently were these like
1: um 2010 through like more recent like very within the past decade
0: i was like that sounds like something we hear constantly these reviews
1: yeah. um the first one that caught my eye was uh, this is how it opens it didn't take long to spot the heavy-handed new age secular humanistic environmental <laughs> agenda of this animated film, hey, indoctrinate, indoctrinate the kids early on, and they'll buy your propaganda. That's the plan, and the left for you. Oy.
0: Wow. God, I <laughs> only <laughs> just want to like. How do I communicate the most like ridiculous eye roll ever? I, I just want to like sprout the... wings out of my <laughs> back and
2: just like <laughs> grow a, like a snout and start breathing fire and just be like <laughs> to that person. Liberal yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Do you want to hear how his review ends? Yeah. Please. There's more. There's more. There's five paragraphs. Oh my god. God. Um, this is the most blatant and ludicrous propaganda piece for kids I've ever seen. (laughs) And sadly there's a lot of crap for over a decade. There's a lot of this crap for over a decade until things calm down. Until Happy Feet. (laughs) Um (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Until Happy Feet came along recently with with another example of liberalism gone loony. Like, oh, what did fuck. Happy Feet do to you, sir?
0: This person, like, what is happening in their lives where they had to to compose this? Could this reviewer have been the same
1: review, negative reviewer of Coco? <laughs> okay. I know, right? Um, Yeah, uh-huh. so...
0: That's fascinating. I mean, it's
1: way more fun to read the negative reviews. Uh, yeah, um, of course. Yeah, but most... Va- the vast majority were saying... <laughs> the vast majority right. were um saying how wonderful this movie is, how it's, like... Not you know it still holds up very well to this day. Um, the last line that I'll leave us with for negative review is: This movie makes Chicken Little look like the Mona Lisa, and I loved Chicken Little when I was about nine or so.
0: So everyone can resonate there.
1: Yeah, right? that's really the the rock of by which we will judge okay. this movie from.
0: Oh, Chicken, chicken Little, Little! All the way
4: to the Mona
1: Lisa.
0: <laughs> I remember when I thought I was going to stop eating chicken for like a hot second after watching that movie. <laughs> No. Um, anyway,
1: <laughs> so that's what the, and you know questions that lead me to think of like you know is this movie being too preachy? How does nostalgia affect how we think about films? Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, you know, does would you think Ferngully resonate today? Yeah, and I of... think,
0: yeah, I think I have some of those questions as well. And if I don't get to them, I'd love for you to do so, because I think there are a couple like really interesting things. I also want to kind of like pull out of Sam as she's like talking a little bit about the movie. Um, so like, I really like Fern Gully. I mean, I'm such a huge like Disney princess, like kind of like person. But like this movie was one of those ones that was kind of outside of that, that I just really, really loved and, like, constantly watched when I was a kid. Um, and I think, like, even then, like, the environmental stuff like, totally resonated with me. Like, I was super into, like, marine biology and, like, endangered species and things like that when I was growing up. So I think that's another reason why I just really love it. Um... But when I was reading some of the stuff, like, I decided I wanted to read, like, what some people were saying, and there were some, like, negative reviews for it not going far enough, Mm. which is so interesting Mm. that Mm -hmm. we have, like, this, it's a liberal agenda type thing, and there was one particular piece that I wanted to read off that I thought was really interesting... And he was talking about how Hexus, which is the like evil pollution person is played by Tim Curry, Um, how he kind of takes the blame off of humans in general as being the bad guys. Um, So he says the character of Hexus displaces the real blame for environmental destruction From the real perpetrators onto non-existent supernatural perpetrators, further diluting the political message, which I thought was interesting. And then it goes on to talk about Batty, who has already come up several times and is, like, a pretty big figure in that also, played by Robin Williams, um who the character Batty was said to introduce the secondary theme of animal experimentation, um, though with a light touch that presents this potentially horrifying motif as essentially humorous. Um, So I thought it was really interesting that it brought those two ideas in there, as saying, like, this movie wasn't, I guess, like, doing enough in some of this respect and, like, not really showing, like, this is where, like you know the problem lies um so sam i i kind of want to also add that for you to think of like did this movie go far enough or did it go like too far as some people saying like you know from like connor's reviews are what are you thinking
2: um so just to like answer the two questions you just posed um the first part of that review that's like i don't think that they went far enough to show that like people were the main cause i completely disagree interesting i think that that's the main message mm-hmm. that um that i took away and it, it actually made me think i was like wow well, maybe thanos like had the right picture just like the snap and, and remove half of people kind but okay. then but then i saw that like the russo brothers were like yeah half of animals were gone too so i was like i eh, no." um but the second half of that, though, where um, Batty's been experimented on, they definitely did not go into that nearly enough as mm-hmm. I would have liked um, for as serious as that issue is. And, and I do think that it was used for comedic value.
4: Yeah. I just have a clarifying question. Is the sm- So it's this kind of a smog? monster thing? Yeah,
0: so it's like this and kind of it, like other being, which, you know, mm-hmm. they they really do portray it to be this kind of like other being that's like trapped.
4: Yeah. And I, is it its own autonomous like it is, yeah. character that just like emerges? And it takes
0: over like the lodgers like machine, basically. I would
4: say oh, interesting. I
0: would say
2: that it is like a supernatural being that in this second iteration is more like pollution based, but I don't think that it's necessarily always that.
0: So you do still think it makes the connection that like this is the product of yeah. humans? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: hell yeah. Um, I think at one point it says, it's like smoke mother's milk, which nasty, but um, I think that there's like.
0: <laughs> oh, I totally, yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking
2: about but, that right yeah, now. yeah, I mean that, that that goes to support the point that like it yeah. is really influenced by also
3: pollution. Mm-hmm. And there's like a whole sequence where it's climbing atop this uh, this logging rig in this right, machine. exactly. And it's at one point, like looks down and like praises the human operators, like as peons, like giving him the mm-hmm. the force and the power and the resources that he needs to, to decimate the forest form, yeah. uh in this a naturalistic way, but as fueled by the waste and destruction of that machine. hmm So yeah. it, it does kind of go hand in hand in this really weird way.
0: Yeah, I think that's super interesting that like there are these very, very different points of view on it too. Because I was like, You know, trying to think back, I mean, these sort of concepts were, like, a little bit more extreme than, like, you know, anything I was thinking when I initially saw this Mm. movie. (laughs) Um, So I was definitely interested to hear what you had to say with that. Um, But I think it's also really interesting just the fact that, like, I never really even thought about that whole baddie part of it, which, you know when I was a kid, like, loving animals so much and all of this stuff, like, the fact that, like, that wasn't really something that was super prevalent is, like, kind of interesting because, yeah, they don't really talk about the fact that, like, you know, Batty's this, like, kind of funny, lovable character, but, like, really it's an animal that's kind of gotten fucked up because of human technology trying to, like, figure out, you know, this species or whatever, so... um yeah. yeah, I think that's super interesting. How did you overall like like the movie? And like, also, I just want to know, like, seeing it older, like, you know, this is a movie that I know for me, like, resonated in a lot of ways because of the age I saw it in. And I'm always interested in like what. How things, like, affect you at different points in your life. So seeing this, like, later on.
2: Yeah. So to be clear, I did not see this movie as a child. This Mm -hmm. was my first time watching it. And I feel like I'm going to have a wall of shit come at me from, like, people in this room. But then also from our friends who are listening. I'm going to get, like, the Giles Corey treatment where I'm, like, stoned to death. Um I I didn't particularly like it. Interesting. Um, okay. I was pretty bored, honestly. Um, <laughs> and I felt like the message it was trying to get across was like, yeah, it was great, right? It Like, absolutely, people are the source of why this world is dying, mm-hmm. 100%. But I felt like... And the best way I can liken this to is like when you're talking to someone who's vegan, not Damon, by the way, not you. I'm not talking about you, but like other vegans (laughs) I've met in my life who are very much like, well, I'm vegan because I love animals. And if you don't be a vegan, then like you're like horrible and you deserve to die and blah
5: blah 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 blah
2: blah blah. and i was like i I get it your overall message is right but like that's not the only thing i want to like i want to hear about and so like that's that's the best way i can liken this film which is like i get your message but like give me something a little bit more and i think we commented on this before is that it's a short movie it's Mm -hmm. like 75 minutes so i think that that we we said that it's like a perfect amount of time for um like an animated film but like i would have wanted a little bit more from it and maybe it's because like i've been so um but i've been used to what pixar delivers Mm -hmm. and like what disney movies are like now that i just i want more from animated films um but i was just like I don't really care about any of the characters. Like, some of the characters, like, there's this one. Her name is Maggie, I think. She's, mm-hmm. like, this, like, witch fairy yeah. who's, like, really in charge. Maggie, of, like, the, yeah. Maggie, yeah, who's, like, really in charge of the forest. I wanted to be upset about her death, but I just, I wasn't because mm. I, I didn't really care. And, like, I was playing a game on my phone the whole time. I was just, like, really disengaged. And I I will say, though, that Tim Curry was serving me everything. If there was one thing I liked about this film, it was that. And there's this, um, a couple times where, like, his sludge monster is, like, transforming into, like, a skeleton. Mm -hmm. And it was so cool. Like, he does it when he's in that, like, logging machinery. And then he does it again after, um, like in the final scene between like him and Krista, like before she puts the seed in his mouth and makes this, the, the tree start growing, is like, he's like a skeleton that's on fire. And I remember he writing,
3: be, like, he just becomes Ghost Rider at the yeah, end of the movie. Well, yeah. It looks so looking. cool. It does looking. look
4: so fascinating that the most compelling character so far <laughs> is the smog it's monster or the sludge monster. Monster. Which, like, monster.
0: I mean, you're going to cast Tim Curry. Like, he's going to yeah, end up be becoming prepared, one of the most yeah. like, compelling. Telling, he like, stole the show 100%. Of that.
3: So but also the way the animation is treated, like when the the smoke moves, they almost do a thing where like they're double exposing it or mm-hmm. like there's there's some sort of weird lag on it where you can tell both yeah. layers are animated but one is like softer and radiating off the other and mm-hmm. it's it's just got this really nice nuanced touch that you don't see in a lot of a lot of uh, yeah. animated films of that era, especially as it concerns uh things that aren't made of like like solid mass or matter like you know like mm-hmm. it's it's the way it explores smoke yeah um and goo and stuff as as an animated format is mm-hmm. re, it's really pretty wild
0: I mean I don't know like you guys both saw it right Christine and Connor have both seen it I it. Like I have
3: no place to
4: speak like having not seen no, it that's many, fair. many many I many just, years I just
0: like in, in Sam, too. Like, I want to hear kind of from everyone. Like, when I, like, you know, I kind of, like, you know, I watched this again and the trailer. And I just, like, tried to, like, brush up on some of the stuff. And I was, like, some of the scenes and everything, I was, like, this still looks really good for oh, right yeah. now. Oh, Like, absolutely. I thought some of it was still really beautiful. And so, like, part of me was interested in that, too. Like, you know, we, in our last episode, just talked about Coco and, like, all of these really beautiful effects. And I was still impressed how, like, certain scenes looked incredible. Incredible to me, like when Krista and the and um, Zach are like flying around or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I think that looks so cool, um, and like you know people who like remember it or like Sam who just saw. Like, did you still kind of feel that way even with all this other like you know recent stuff that we've seen? Yeah,
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I love what Pixar is doing. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, we 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 wax poetic about Coco last episode, but I do miss this kind of, like, 2D animation. 100%. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and so, like, like seeing this movie again, even though it came out, like, more than 20 years ago, I was like, yeah, I'm down with it. I like this a lot. Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: I saw... I, saw, I never even heard of Fern, Fern until college. Didn't oh, even know the movie existed, so we didn't... I didn't really watch it. It was just, like, on as we were just, like, hanging out. Like, somebody just threw it on Netflix or whatever. The only thing I remember... Uh, seeing just kind of like sort of watching for the first time was Hexus, was it like Sludge Monster? It's like I can't picture any other character that's in the movie, but like the logging machine is like bright red, right? It's like orange, but it's yeah. Orangey, yeah. like, all yeah. I remember is just like him in the logging machine, like the giant. Like, it's all the only, honestly, the only thing I remember from the movie is like mm-hmm. that sticking.
0: That's really cool just to hear like how that's like the one thing in everyone's head that at least is like super prevalent. Because it, it, he's a
4: memorable character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also interesting that um, in the review you were reading where the reviewer was concerned that the movie really wasn't placing the responsibility in the humans that Mm -hmm. it was sort of this separate character that was destroying the forest um how are the uh loggers portrayed and i wonder if the idea is that it doesn't necessarily like (laughs) villainize or like create villains out of the out of the like loggers who Mm -hmm. are there cutting down the trees but maybe it's an idea more of that there are Things at work, maybe it's capitalist society, maybe it's, like, mm-hmm. pe- like these powers above these individual loggers that are really creating the s- situations in the society that wants to, like, destroy... I- or maybe... No,
0: no, Christine, I'm so happy you brought up what the loggers are like, um, because we were talking about this a little bit earlier, too. Um, so it, there are three of them, um, Zach being one of them at the beginning. Right,
4: Zach is a logger, yes. So Zach
0: is one. So, I mean, and people, you know, I just can, you know, say how they feel, but, like, they were all kind of idiots. Like, they're all just, like, doing their job, trying to make money, right?
3: They're portrayed as, like... They feel like the guys who work at the plant that aren't Homer in The Simpsons. Like, they feel like they're just sort of, like, oafish, but still, like, very aware of, like, the confines of the job and, like, this and that. And there's one point, it's actually interesting to think about as far as whether or not they are being controlled more than they're controlling this destructive Mm -hmm. natural element. Mm -hmm. Because there is one scene where Tim Curry's uh, character, Hexis literally overpowers the machine and speaks to them through the intercom, mm-hmm. seemingly as their boss, mm-hmm. saying like, Look, you're gonna have to get to this point by tomorrow. And like the two guys are just like, Well that doesn't seem possible, but you know what that means? Double overtime or yeah. something and they say yeah high five. Interesting. There's so also like, one of the best lines in the movie from one of them to the other guy when he's like making some crack about him being overweight. He just says, um, what is it exactly? Uh how many times a day I gotta threaten your life? <laughs> Which is a great, the greatest <laughs> comeback.
0: Hey, you know what? A Couple dudes just hanging out in a machine together for God knows how long. <laughs> yeah, the guys, guys are being in-
2: dudes.
1: Um, we all got to make a dollar. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think that they're not completely portrayed
2: as villains because at the end of the day, who's watching this? People like, young kids, and so, like, you yeah. want to give that glimmer of hope that, like, hey, if we realize this message, like, we can make a difference.
0: Well, it's, like, a little bit of an empty vessel type thing. At least, like, that's how, like, Zach is kind of portrayed. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, I'm just kind of this dude, but then he, like, learns a bunch of stuff, yeah, you know? I love yeah. Zach as the empty vessel.
4: <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm, a uh, blasting off with the Beetle well, like, boys. he, he gets <laughs> shrunk
0: <laughs> and then is, a, like, pretty quickly we were talking about this, is just, like, yeah, I'm a small person now, hanging out with all these weird yeah. things, and, like, you're like, oh, okay, cool. And then from there, he's just like, oh, I'm here to learn. He's and really like, trying to
2: get
4: with Krista, though.
0: Are we like, oh, really?
4: How compelling is, is, is the relationship that. between Zach and Krista? And, like, oh, it's,
0: yeah. Like,
4: yeah, do we care about fine. them? Do they
1: end up together? Like, does he stay a fairy
4: boy no. forever?
3: There's, no. like, a kiss where, like, they're in this, like, they're, like, under a tree or something, and there's, like, a lot of moisture, and they're, like, dancing on the moisture, and it's really, like, um...
0: <laughs> it's a beautiful scene and
5: Dave
3: is making it's it water. sound like the weird shit. <laughs> it's a rainforest. They're There's dancing moisture. on moisture, on the dew. They're, they're, they're dancing. It and looks beautiful. It does. They do a great job with it, and it's like it is a little sensual, but but nothing happens. Yes. They just they like have a smooch, and that's uh, that's mm-hmm. as far as it goes.
0: Yeah, and so you know, in basically, like it ends, and we already talked about how like Tim Curry basically like gets the seed planted in him because it's a giant tree at the end, and it's kind of like this whole rebirth thing, and then. Zach, you know, becomes a a full-size person again, and he and the other two, you know, loggers are, like, the ones tasked with the job of, like, teaching everyone else about how important the rainforest is He he walk
3: They walk away uh, with Zach's hand, Zach's arms around the other two guys' shoulders, and what he says exactly is, guys, things have got to (laughs) change. Wow.
1: Well, the more you know.
0: And then, it's <laughs> like, these three men are gonna change it all. You <laughs> which know? is like, yeah,
3: de- deforestation stopped there in 1992. And their, their
0: bosses who are making shit tons of money off this are like, you're right, this is bad. <laughs> and they all stop.
1: It's like, Hexus is a stockholder, <laughs> if we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, um yes. no, chair of the board of directors yeah. how much
4: did James Cameron steal for
1: Avatar oh from Fern man it sounds like so much
4: it's a, it's a lot
1: it's a lot oh man I hope for a sequel for Avatar 2 through 5 there's a giant sludge monster it's like it's a
3: combination oh, okay.
2: of Ferngully and Pocahontas like, and Dances with Wolves too yeah. Yeah.
0: oh it's yeah the ending is very like uh, uh-huh. yeah Pocahontas uh-huh. it's
2: like oh and you made billions of dollars from this fuck you James Cameron
1: unobtainium um, so
2: yeah well I, I do want to say so like when the the screen Fades to black. This like text comes up on the screen, and it's like for our children mm. and future generations. And that's the point where I was like, "All right, vegans, I get it, I
3: get it." For our children so, and our children's children. That's what, what it is. It is. Yeah. So,
0: Sam, what I want to ask of you too is like, it seems in some respects, like when I read off that initial like commentary, you said like definitely did like have the blame in the right place and all of this stuff. But then at the same time, you said it was kind of boring and you wanted it to be more compelling. What do you think a movie like this with a similar message might look like? Now or like might be mm-hmm. something that is more interesting for you to watch?
2: Um that's a uh, that's a a good question. I think like the biggest thing is it has to be longer. Okay. Um to give time for these characters to like really be fleshed out cuz like Tim Curry felt a little bit like an afterthought. You're like, "Oh yeah, Hexus is also happening." Like even though that was supposed to be, like, the main yeah, thing. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Um, but also, like, I... <laughs> I would just make it better. be um, <laughs> <I just>, better. <laughs> I just wasn't, like, really engaged with it. Like, I understood the important message. I mean, you, you know that just by the last rainforest. So I think that the message is good. I, I And I... Obviously, I support it. Um, but I think that there's, like, just... I don't know. I, I like... I don't know how I would make this film better Mm. other than creating an entirely new one that doesn't really go into this.
0: No, I think it was, I, you know, I'm not trying to, like, grill you either, but I thought it was, like, an interesting thing to think about, too, is, like, what could be done to make people, like, connect with something like this more, because, like, the message overall, I mean, is still super relevant, as we, you know, all know the planet's fucking dying and it's depressing as shit. Yeah, Uh, I mean, (laughs) like, so, like, you know... Maybe having it focus more in reality. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I mean, I
2: don't know if fairies are real, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and be like,
0: no, they're Your not. Your grandkids are going to hear this, Sam. I know. like, <laughs>
3: For our children and our children's children.
2: <laughs> like, two years from now, I get, like, really cursed and I, like, die because, like, some fairies oh, heard God. this and they're like,
1: fuck you. Mm. Um, the first podcast they listen to.
2: Yeah, they're like, "Oh, fuck this girl." Uh, no, but like I think I would ground it in more like the the reality. So, something I I did love outside of like a supernatural character um was all the animals. And so like mm-hmm. I think that I would have it be the animals. As the main characters, as opposed to like mythical fairies. I think that you could still have like this supernatural villain. Mm -hmm. Like, I think you can still have Hexus without including fairies. It was just done differently. I mean, honestly, like Captain Planet, like just have (laughs) Captain Planet and like make a a movie from that. So we just
0: needed a. Captain Planet movie basically yeah basically did you ever see the the, the little <laughs> short clip with Don She yeah. as Captain Planet
2: yeah. uh, so good
0: yeah I mean that's how you do it I would say but oh, cool. I don't
2: I want to like totally an SNL I mean. skit yeah no
0: I think yeah it's it's just like very interesting to think about because you know growing up like I really love this movie and like I think I was kind of already on board with these messages, so it's not like yeah. something like even then that I was like, "Oh, this is like expanding my mind." I'm like, "Yeah, all this stuff makes sense." So it's it's interesting to think of like what like might be necessary to really like put the point across. Mm-hmm. Like now, maybe
4: it's interesting you create a distinction between the animal characters and the fairy characters. Yeah, which you I have really appreciate. Animals actually. that. In reality, are the ones living in exactly spaces like these mm-hmm. forests and the fairies are fantastical characters, but they, at least from the trailer, look like humans. And it's like
0: so it is like that just that connection with like things that look like you, kind of like yeah
4: d- yeah. Is it supposed to create sort of empathy for these characters, mm-hmm. or does it distance you from them, like from the true message? Being like, are you really impacted by yeah. the transformation of huh. this of this? forest. Also, it was interested, there was one uh, review that was like it reducing Krista's character to having a bodacious bod yeah, or something. like. Body. Oh, was that your review, uh, Connor? Um, do you think that, like, was, did she come across as a compelling spokesperson for, like, her like her area and her message?
2: I, and I think so. I think it's pretty clear that, like, she is the heroine of the story. The only thing is, is, like, something that I thought about when you were talking, Christine is like, you made a really great point that having people be the, the focus, um, like various fantastical creatures, um, that don't actually exist and therefore aren't like reap, like, feeling the effects of deforestation and like climate change is important because also they show Krista using her supernatural powers to like bring the forest back in Mm. some ways and to like, to turn Hexus into a giant tree. Animals can't do that. Like that. I mean, they try, right. They try to like control their, their climate and culture, but like, it, there's not tiny people running out there that can rebuild a forest like that. And so, you know, if I was to redo it again, I, I would have the focus be on on um, animals. So I think that was a, a good point. That you kind of make.
1: makes me think of the, um, the new Jungle Book and then the new Lion King, where it's like realistic animals, but done in CG. Like maybe like they look like real creatures being affected. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like 2D, maybe like also 2D animation is...
2: And, yeah and, and Tori, you talked about how much you like Wally I think Wally does a very similar thing.
0: I was thinking about that a lot too that it was I also thought it was interesting that like those are two movies that came to mind and then like when I was thinking about them in different ways, I'm like they're still like kind of very very similar messages mm. just about like caring about your environment and surroundings and all of this stuff so I thought it was interesting definitely that those were two things that just came to my head and that wasn't really the intent at all when I was thinking about those things um. Yeah, I'm. I'm super stoked about this conversation. I thought it was super interesting to hear everyone's thoughts. Um, Does anyone have any other like, like points or or anything about the movie they want to make before we wrap stuff up? Yeah, I do. I think
2: that I would feel differently if I had seen this movie as a child. I do think that plays a big part in it, and I think that. So Connor, I think you like to bring this up a lot, which is like, how much
0: does nostalgia play Mm -hmm. in something like that? And, And I think that here it is. I'm not saying that like that was a question I had and then I didn't ask, but it was basically like how would you have felt seeing this as a kid? And mm -hmm. I wasn't sure if that was like too hard of a question to like answer or not. But like, no, I mean this is
2: entirely this is right up my alley when I was a kid. mm. Like it reminds me a lot of We're Back, the dinosaur movie, and then also, um, and and I think it has like the same kind of feel as Anastasia too. I know they're like Mm -hmm. two entirely different movies, but. Um, you know, they have a similar bat character and like other similarities
0: as well. So Anastasia came up for me earlier too. And I was like looking into something and can't remember what it was anymore. But yeah. Yeah.
4: Have you guys seen Once Upon a Forest? No. No. It's like, it's all animals and there is a smog thing that kills the forest. That's what reminded me of Kermdali a lot, but it has no humans it's just like
2: great, infinitely
4: better. Also, Badgers I just remembered what it was: owls. My Fair
0: Lady and Anastasia. I realized are oh. <laughs> two very, very similar movies when mm-hmm. I was thinking about shit today. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, they really are. Learn mm-hmm.
5: to do it. Yeah.
0: Um, awesome. Well, thank you guys. Like, I'm super stoked about this conversation. I felt like um, there were some some stuff that was really relevant that I wanted to talk about. That I think, you know, yeah, it was cool hearing well, everyone's <laughs> thoughts about stuff. I'm su- I'm excited. Um, cool. So we are gonna take a quick break, and then we are gonna go to our last point in the podcast, which is our whiteboard question. So uh, see you guys in a minute. <laughs> the last segment of this episode of butter with that so we talked a lot about fern gully which i'm pretty excited we did um so for my whiteboard question which um is just a question i wanted people to think about a little bit before we came on the podcast and talked about it um i was thinking of like horrifying scenes which um you know spoiler alert i love fucking scary movie shit so it always comes back to things that are scary um But I was thinking back to, like, people, like, recreating or, like, talking about, like, imagery or scenes that, like, really stuck to you in, like, animated movies or TV shows. Because I feel like there's just so much kid shit that is kind of fucked up and, like, probably has stuck with you. Um, So I just wanted you guys to talk about, like, some horrifying scenes. And I'm excited about it.
1: I had two that pop into my head right away. Yeah. Um, First one was Lion King. The wildebeest stampling, oh, like the. Oh, yeah, oh, that really, no, no. I was thinking the no.
0: Lion King, too, but like every time I just oh, start crying God and yeah. I can't talk about it. Um, that one toe paw, like right yeah. on the oh, girl. Oh, and
1: cool. when he lays next to his dad. Yeah, it's, oh, we don't have to get into the whole thing, but. Oh. Um, it kills
0: me every time.
1: But a specific and we'll visual. Pass it too. <laughs> um... <laughs> Fuck you, Sam! No. <laughs>
0: Fuck you, Sam! Nice. No. How dare you! Dad? Oh,
1: stop. Oh, um, no. But a specific imagery um, is from Prince of Egypt. It's my kind of final answer. I just rewatched Prince of Egypt.
4: <laughs> Remember that Christine and I were listening to some uh,
1: Whitney Houston. <laughs> and. We can Mike.
0: do miracles
1: when you believe.
0: I feel like Sam and I both read that and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do with this? I know.
1: Um, so I just watched Prince of Egypt probably for the fifth or sixth time. <laughs> the other night in my life. I not maybe just
0: saw it once.
1: Uh, the animation's great. You know, this, this could have been, it was runner up for, um, you know, animated movie that I keep returning to. But the, I mean, in general, the whole plague scene, but specifically at the end, uh, the last plague where God takes the firstborn children of people who don't oh, put the oh lamb's God. blood on the posts and lentils. <laughs> it's this giant white vortex that opens up in the sky. And it's this spectral just mist that goes through all of Egypt. And like, it's kind of like self aware. Like, lo- like, it has a little head and like looks inside of like doors like and like, oh, you got the lamb's blood. Let's, you know, move on. And it's just, it goes into homes. And then you just like hear just like snoring and then just like end of snoring. It's just very monochromatic, except for like the red blood on the doors. Uh, and then it mm-hmm. takes the Pharaoh's sons, like just it's this white spectral hand that's like taking the lives of millions of children thousands was, of children
0: it was a real good play guys <laughs> the book was better. It was One. a killer <laughs>
1: better as a book cool. uh, fun fact moses was probably not real
0: great Aww, that got really
2: weird great <laughs> i guess like a really fun thing would be to go back to the bible and be like
4: what's real
1: <laughs> thomas jefferson did that great the jefferson bible he took out all the fantastical stuff <laughs>
4: Yeah, well, he's like, and then he reinvented his own narrative, yeah, which yes. we can then go back and take out all <laughs> the fake <laughs> shit that Thomas Jefferson wrote there no
1: yeah. about himself <laughs> until there's no Bible left. Oh, perfect.
0: So, wow. Prince of
1: Egypt, plagues. Hmm? True, answer. plagues
0: are creepy. Yeah, that fits. What else? <laughs>
1: Prince of Egypt. When
4: you.
0: But, oh man, that
4: Mariah Carey Whitney Houston duet is unparalleled. Was
0: that like a big thing? Because that like was not it a part of It was nominated
4: for an
3: Oscar. Yeah. I, I kinda remember that.
4: I definitely have I seen remember that it was movie once, but then after song? you and I were talking about it, I went in and watched the Mariah Carey Whitney Houston duet about four times. <laughs> yes. We watched it once at work. It was great. Yes. I had some I had some nice private moments with that. Life um, in moments. Um, I'll go next. So I, one of my favorite. Moving right up. <laughs> 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 something
5: so I'm the on. Getting...
2: <laughs> What is this episode? <laughs>
4: So, one of my favorite movies of animated features is Basil of Baker Street, The uh-huh. Great Mouse Detective. I think I brought, I've brought uh, it up before. Really but also, one of the scariest scenes for me in that movie was um, the final scene when Radigan is climbing through the, um, ta- like the clock tower in London. And he's being um, chased. Or no, actually, he's the one ch- about to chase Basil and try mm-hmm. to capture him finally. And this is after... Um, they've been in this mouse and mouse chase uh, through the entire I was, uh, rat and mouse chase through the whole movie. And then he, he transforms into this, it, like... This like gnarly rat, like his his clothing <laughs> starts ripping off his back. He starts like developing huge muscles, and he's just snarling and climbing, and then like ripping Basil apart. And it's really animalistic, yeah. It's it was weird. so intense, and that was one of the scenes from my nightmares as a child. Um, and then the he he grabs onto this floating device that uh, somehow has been devised to keep. All of the characters in, in, in midair after they're falling off the clock tower, and then Radigan tries to climb on, then falls into the depths of the mist, and then you just hear the creak of the of this little helicopter device as oh, the only yeah. creak left, and it's just very Jesus moody Christ, and very intense. So you guys have to watch this; it's movie. it's a great movie. I, I saw it really on VHS, and I was like, it's, "It's really good." So that's the creepiest scene that I remember from Animated Childhood. <sighs> nice. I feel like I went on a ride. Well, here. <laughs> I had to temper the previous uh <laughs> Wow. Uh,
3: oh, I would say there's an episode of uh, The Rugrats.
0: Ooh, which one?
3: Where uh, Tommy gets lost in, like, a mail sorting facility. Oh,
0: my God, yeah. Oh! Oh, Is that the one with the babies, or
3: no? No, it's just like it... I forget what's going on. It's basically like... It's like the Rugrats version of, like, this is what the mail is. Um, (laughs) And you just, like, watch it on conveyor belts and how it gets sorted. And, like, Tommy falls in and out of contraptions that sort him in uh, weird and hilariously perilous ways. But at one point, he's hanging over this shaft which I think it's like the dead letter shaft. I'm pretty sure it's labeled that way. And as he hangs over it, you see like at the very bottom of this very deep shaft, like it's it goes down like two stories or something maybe, and it's just a bunch of letters. But laying on top of the letters is the skeleton of a mailman. Oh, my God. It's Bartleby the Scrivener. It's like scary dead letter. <laughs>
4: what? Part. You don't know the story. It's like he's the one who ends up receiving all the dead. Le- uh, anyhow, it sounds like a
1: scary, scary, Christine,
0: scary scene. Why? <laughs> what?
1: Is this like a mythical man?
4: Like no. Bigfoot? Well, it's a short story about a oh. guy who's responsible for. I uh, mean, his final job is to basically sort all of the letters that will never be received by anybody. Ah, yeah. Anyhow,
3: that's sad. It is. It's very it's <laughs> sad. <laughs>
0: Cool.
3: Um. (laughs) Or, actually, I do have one other answer, which is... um,
0: I wanted this to be more fun. It's getting real (laughs) fucking dark. Well, it's
3: supposed to be scary things, I guess, right? Which is why another one is uh, an episode of Ren and Stimpy, in which um, it's called A Visit to Anthony, where they, as cartoon characters are like celebrities and they have to go visit a fan and this fan's like a younger and sickly kid who is like beaten up by a bully outside the house at one point and the father who's just this menacing like horrifying like rock figure almost of like some frightening like caricature of like a 1950s domineering father just like takes Ren and Stippy aside and has this like long talk with them in the den which is like in this kid show is like This, like, hulking figure scolding these characters, it's really weird and uncomfortable, and it always really stuck. Oof. But that show is also very weird and dark, and uh, did those kind of things a lot.
0: I got mad because my mom wouldn't let me watch Ren and Stimpy, because my dad loved it. Um, And so he watched it all the time, and I couldn't, and now I get it. Yeah.
3: It's a shame to see where that show is now, now that everybody knows John Kay, its creator, was like a total scumbag.
0: Yeah. And it's like,
3: oh yeah, really questionable shit. And it just like, it begs the question is like, this show is lauded as like subversive children's entertainment. And it's like, how subversive is it really though, if it's written by assholes? Mm -hmm.
0: True. (laughs) Um, Still
3: one of my favorite shows, but goddamn. Anyway.
0: But damn. Um, Who else needs to go? Where
2: are we? I don't even know how to follow any of this up. Um for me, I had a hard time thinking about this cuz it's like obviously nothing. Um However, then I thought about something. Um, every episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog. Um, Return yes. the slab. Return the slab, yeah. But one in particular called Freaky Fred. That Yes. Is that the flan guy? No. No, but you're the second person. Tori also what? was like, hey, remember the flan guy? <laughs> um, no, this episode, I believe. I always think of flan because of that guy whenever it's oh, on the yeah. menu. Well, yeah. See, I think of um, an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but anyway. Um so I think Fred is Miriam's brother, and he had previously been in a mental care facility, mental care institution, and he gets released or he escapes or something, and he goes to the farm and he has like this really weird obsession with hair. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but the way he would like he'd, he talks in rhymes, and then he go, "But I want to be." Naughty yes. Yes. And It's absolutely horrible And there's one scene in particular in that episode Where he's locked in a bathroom With Courage And he's like Courage And he basically just like wants Courage's hair But he tells this story about his pet hamster That he had um, and It was pink and it was like cute had blue eyes and then he just like Removes all the hair from it And it's just weird oh, no. <laughs> Ugh weird Anyway
0: Oh, I wish this was a Halloween episode when we were doing like scary stories, telling the dark or something.
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, just listening to Sam I know. recount the this it's
0: scene so is very
1: scary. <laughs> I think I love every single episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog.
0: That show is so good.
1: The blending of even just like different types of animation, including live action, like with the tree mm-hmm. that has like the human face.
0: Yeah. Man, that
1: show's incredible.
0: Tori brought up I don't the think sassy I've ever computer. Seen that. <laughs> His computer is yes. so sassy, and it's such a weird element to that show because you don't really need the sassy computer for like you know all the other stuff to work, but it's it works like it's such a great element that you're just like sure he talks this computer that's just like um excuse me like all the time <laughs> it's great <laughs> um who else who else needs to go I, think did, I think it's just you think
1: is it me story, take it away bring us home.
0: Well, the first one is Rugrats, also, but a different episode. Is it the Mattress Man? There's a couple. It is the um. Well, there are two really horrible Rugrats episodes that stick in my head. <laughs> one of them is the Dust Bunnies.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, because yep. those
0: are super disgusting looking. Um, and I think about it whenever someone says Dust Bunnies. Oh,
3: I bet I know what the next one is. Go ahead.
0: Uh, Angela's brother.
3: Yep oh no I was gonna say the one with the sweater under the bed which I'm just remembering right now that one was fucked
0: I totally forgot about that one that is so creepy I still hate that episode Oh my god! I'm anyway, gonna have, I'm na- sorry. Ooh, I'm no, gonna have nightmares one. tonight because of that one <laughs> in particular. Um, no, the other one is like Angela. Um, her mom thinks she's like pregnant, and she's gonna have another like kid. And so Angela has this dream An about guy. what her bra- her baby brother is like.
3: Oh man, yeah.
0: And he's huge, yeah. and he's creepy looking, and just like getting all the attention, and like blaming stuff on her, and it's just like. I don't know. How do we explain how horrifying it is if you haven't seen it? Because it really is, like, the worst.
3: He's also got, like, a weird cagney voice or something for some
0: reason. And, like, weird teeth. It's Everything about it is just so uncomfortable. Like, even as a kid, I was like, I don't understand what's happening, but this is the worst. Like... Yeah, that is, it is a terrible thing to see. So, if you don't remember that episode, like, <gasps> good for you. what the fuck? Like, how do you not? <laughs> like, that is such a huge part of my life. Um,
1: I know the the, the the Mattress Man, when, like, the grandpa has, like, the insert in the mattress, like, because he, oh, he has the same mattress for, like, two oh, decades. pretty dark. Yeah. Well, it's such, like, gross animation style, too, that, like, nothing's, like, really pretty
0: about. No,
3: It's based largely on uh, drawings from Egon Scheele. And which is also uh, a lot of the original. I think some of the people that worked on the pilot for that show were also workers on Eon Flux. Oh, there Weird. you
0: go, full
3: circle. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, Rugrats um, had so many creepy episodes to it. Um, there was another show I was thinking about too, and like now it's it's drawing the, a up. The
1: birthing scene from when Dill is born in the first Rugrats mm. movie. Oh it my gosh, that gross. is pretty gross. Right? Yeah. yeah. Rugrats in Paris, I watched in college. I love
0: rugrats that movie.
1: That was that not sense. Rugrats, in, rugrats in Paris is a great I movie. <laughs> it's like Sex
4: in the
0: City, but it's like
4: Rugrats go to
0: Paris. If you don't understand how good that movie is. <laughs> it's so really think... good. There's
1: it's like a so Godfather good. scene recreated it's in the amazing. beginning.
2: Rugrats go wild, crossover with the wild form. No, no, fuck
1: uh, uh, yeah, that movie. Fuck that movie. Fine, whatever.
0: I fell asleep during that movie. You're...
2: I that's was 14 you... and I was
0: bored as shit. Like, it was Speak your truth, that's why. Speak <laughs> your truth. <laughs> you hated Fern Gully. I can hate... Yeah, you can absolutely <laughs> regrets hate go that. Wild. I mean, yeah. we can
1: all hate Chucky's potential stepmom.
0: But, Regrets in Paris... I love that movie so
1: much. It was also a great the Nintendo wedding
0: scene specifically. Her dress is really ugly. Peacock. The rats all step on it. Yeah. Why
1: did they have to go to Paris? Because for a wedding. Because Stu, they're they're <laughs> launching because he's the Stu Pickles, Tommy's dad, is the like what creator of Reptar Land or something like that. Like he's True. the head Always mechanic. Always got a big promotion. And it's there's a Reptar like, um, Kabuki theater style play <laughs> right in Paris that's there's, premiering. Yeah.
0: There's no better way to describe and it. And so yep. the
1: whole family gets and then it's like Reptar with this like kabuki style. Man, that move that film's really amazing.
2: You know what's something I've never understood, and this doesn't really have anything to do with this movie, but Just to reference one thing at work,
0: there is a picnic table that says Reptar
2: on it. I've never understood why,
0: but it's something I think about. I don't care because I get to think about Reptar whenever I sit at that table and Mm -hmm. it makes me happy. I think about it Um. all the time. My dad actually, so I like collecting enamel pins, and one of my favorite prized pins is. just a, it's a rectangle, and it's the Reptar cereal box. Yes. If you remember that episode specifically, so yeah, that's the greatest thing in the world that I own. You
1: know, a memory that just popped into my head was in the first Rugrats movie with the monkeys and they're like, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, and they're like terrorizing the kids, like when they're oh, f- yeah. trying like, dying to dying by the monkeys. river. <laughs> It
0: always so, comes back.
2: <laughs> Which, can I admit something? Um, in our break, Christine showed us the trailer for
4: Summer of the Monkeys. And, of my monkey. Right. Um, Correction, it's the monkeys. Memory is fallible. there so. are at least
0: two or three monkeys. <laughs> or and five. I,
4: I've definitely seen or it. 12.
0: <laughs> I can't tell.
4: It, it was a Disney movie. Yeah.
0: So it exists. And it didn't, still didn't make any sense in my head.
4: He has to find the monkeys, bring them into his home, and... Dear monkey,
1: moment. I hope all is going well at home.
0: All right, well. Here
4: we are. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> I
0: think I think we probably need to end. I was going to say my second one was Brave Little Toaster, and there were several horrifying scenes in that. The air conditioner, right? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh. There's a lot of acceptance of death in weird ways in that movie that, yeah, still baffles me. So... Yeah. Um we're all fucked up cuz the movies we watched basically is what we're getting from this month, right? True. Yeah. So, um any on that that really lovely note? Anything like positive someone want to say cuz I feel like that was dark as shit.
1: Netflix is killing it this month. That's October. true. What well, October?
0: Yeah. In the oh. month of October. Oh, there's also, um, yeah, so there's this really cute show I've been watching, and it is that horror baking show that's on Netflix, what? which yeah. uh, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like, everyone keeps saying it's like the Great British Bake Off, but, like, kind of horror themed, and basically it's, like, really cute, like, pinnip um, Christine cook.
5: McConnell
0: or yeah. McConnell? Yeah. And so she lives in, like, a spooky haunted house, and she has these Jim Henson-like creatures that live with her. Um, so she basically bakes these super intricate cakes that look like castles, and she makes these, like, spiders and, like, weird, awesome edible things. So it's all super scary-looking, but also really adorable Aww. and crafty. Um, her She also starts dating someone who... Um, in a couple episodes, like, they, everyone keeps, like, alluding to the fact that he's a serial killer, and then you oh realize god. he is, but he kills just, like, uh, sexual predators, and so I'm like, oh my god. good kind. This is the best fucking show on the planet. It's everything I want. Wait, yeah. so this Kat is... On D is a ghost that lives in her mirror. Like, it's all amazing. Wait, so this the is, like, best. a
1: real scripted show, not just, like, let's bake spooky things in a fake castle. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's so fucking I thought good. I this like, Autumn Brown's. Oh yeah, I
4: was
1: bake definitely off. going to on The Alton no, Brown. No,
0: it's so amazing. You should all watch it if you like What's it called? If you like baking and creepy things. What's it called? Um Christine something?
2: Yeah. Hold on. Like Netflix is an app that I have Christine's on my phone that I can just
1: Horror bake off. <laughs> Friendship. Horrifying. <laughs> Ooh, does not feel it's like
2: creepy. It's creepy and
0: it's crafty and I think that's really all I'm looking for <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Well, Sam's looking that up. Uh, anything else you want to plug? We are on all of the social medias, correct?
1: We are on all the social medias Instagram, Twitter, Facebook.
0: Facebook. One day
1: we'll get just at Butter With That because right now we're at Butter With That one. Somebody has Butter With That. We'll get it one day. Someday. He hasn't tweeted in like five years.
0: Bitch better give it up. We
1: should tweet at him. However that works. Every day, direct message him, <laughs> tweet him. Get rid
0: of your account. <laughs> the
2: curious, the curious creations of Christine McConnell. Ooh. Great.
0: So, um, listening to our podcast, also watch that TV show. Um, also I have a horror night, Chill and Kill Horror. Uh, I mentioned the December one. It might still be that thing. I don't know. So, you know, just follow Chill and Kill on Facebook and learn stuff about it. Yeah. Anything else?
1: Thanks for all the support over yeah. the past.
0: Yeah Yeah, thank you. Several this has been weeks. Great. Christine, yours is gonna be next, right? For next week?
4: Yes. Ooh. Yes, next week is going to be Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland. I'm so Yay. excited to watch
1: it. I've Ooh. never heard of it. I
0: have never seen it either.
1: I yeah. don't think anybody at work has heard of it. anybody we know.
0: Cool. Dave's heard of it. I was
1: gonna say I know of it, yeah.
0: <laughs> people people know it. I just haven't seen it and I really yeah. This is great. I'm excited. Um, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and talk to you later. Bye.
2: Bye.
1: Nemo.